welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? I'm alright. You doing okay over there? I just did all the uh, stuff for the outside. The um, recycling? Recycling. So I get all like... He's all worked up. I get all intense. He's, he's, it's very hard breaking down those cardboard boxes, well, I guess. Well, it is, because I'm trying to, like, so, cause the thing is, is, like, I'll... You do, should just do, do them as you go. I don't know why you save them all for one night. Because I like listening to my podcast while I do them. All right. I don't... I, I think it's easier to do it that way. Yeah, no, I'm a little bit... I'm a little bit... Uh, he's all worked up. Worked up, so... It's... it's, it's he's, he's having a hard time dealing. Yeah. Because of all those cardboard boxes. They're all his, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Because he buys toys <laughs> online. Yeah. At a, at a pretty much a constant basis? No. Near constant? Sure. Steady? Again, it's your money. I know it's my money, and I know I, I handle it the way that I handle it, but it's just, I'm just like, man, what am I doing? Mm, true. What are you <laughs> that's, doing? That's kind of what it is, where it's like <laughs> I sit there and I just look at the boxes, the boxes coming in, and I'm like, what did I do this for? <laughs> like, why am I doing this? Because you know I'm fucking bored. Mm. You know, I'm still bored, you know, from being in the house. You know, hopefully I'll be going back on the road or be doing more things soon. So I won't be as bored and as, uh, you know, but then again, who knows? I mean, I might be on the road, just be like, oh, I'm going to buy some stuff, you know, and then it just shows up. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I kind of. Kind of just kind of how it is, but um, nonetheless, I am uh, I am flush with toys, and uh, that actually does is a good segue into me doing YouTube videos, uh -huh. my video, my video, YouTube video channel, and Angry Hero 79, where I opened up action figures. I did try doing a, a live stream on YouTube, yeah, how'd that go? It was fine, hmm. I mean, you know, just sit there and you just talk and you know. If, I don't care if anybody shows up or not, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's fun to just open up some crap. I opened up a, a big Van Vader WWE figure and uh, I did, a, you know, I, I do mostly, I do, I've been doing mostly wrestling figures, but I did buy some Stargates, as I mentioned last week. And uh, you're going to put that on the channel? Of course I will. Hmm. It's all, it's all going up there. Nice. So it's very exciting. Um, but, as far as other stuff goes, uh, I guess there's there's stuff to talk about. Sure. Because there's like Batman-related stuff. There's there's some Batman-related stuff. Um, Did another trailer drop? For what? For Matt Reeves' Batman? Because people are like talking about like... I think like, some set pictures got leaked. I oh, don't the think set of, pictures? Yeah, okay. I don't think of the well, trailer. So I didn't actually look because I was like, don't care. Yeah, whatever. I'll just wait for another trailer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look because they're just set pictures and I, I don't care. I'm going to wait for the uh, the actual official trailer to come out. Yeah. I'm not Apparently even... there were like pictures of the Riddler. Again, I didn't look. Who's so. playing the Riddler again? I have no idea. Didn't look. For some reason in my head, I was like, I'm is Army I... Hammer playing the Riddler? Oh, no. I think he'd be gone by now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I I try to avoid as much of that stuff as possible, I think, as we've discussed on this show, because I really, I don't want to get so wrapped up into it and have so many expectations when I go into the theater. Yeah, I just want to. I, I just want to see the movie. I just want to see it. I'll just go see it and see how it goes. And yep. uh, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be perfectly fine. You know, we're starting over again as, as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, yeah. Well, by the time it comes out, which who knows when that will be, I have, will have already retired to the farm upstate <laughs> where I have peaked. Oh, that's right. You have. Uh, you, you peaked today. I peaked today. Um, I have achieved all I will ever achieve in life. And now I must midsummer myself. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to do this podcast, but I'm done. <laughs> R.I.P. me. Well, why don't you explain why? <laughs> so I was on Twitter today. Uh, as I often am, um, I was on the twits and I don't remember exactly what happened. Somebody was tweeting something about Chris Maloney being a good actor. Uh -huh. And I just replied to this. Oh, it's and he actually it, the person who tweeted it is the guy who writes for Harley Quinn, the animated show. OK, so I was does like, Chris Maloney do voices on there? Yeah, he does Jim Gordon. Oh, that's right. He's Jim Gordon. That's yeah, right. yeah. I knew he was involved. So I think that he was saying something about him when he was in like the second Wet Hot American Summer yeah. movie. 
Um, and I replied because I feel this is true, especially given what happened on Law and Order Organized Crime last <laughs> week, that he's really good at like um, creating chemistry with his scene partners. You believe he wants to fuck everybody he's in a scene with? Like, if that's the purpose, you're like, I totally believe it. Uh, and I was like, he, he even had chemistry with the fridge, right? Like, yeah. for exactly what I said, something like that. Usually I untag people. I didn't do it this time. I don't, I didn't think I just, cause like, usually if somebody's like tweeting at a celebrity, I like untag them. Yeah. Cause why? Uh, I didn't do it this time. I don't know. I just didn't think. Yeah. I guess. Well, then I left to go to Kohl's and like, cause I was like, oh, I'm going to go take a lunch break. I'm going to go to Kohl's for like 20, you know, half an hour or whatever. I'll come back. And I look at my phone and I've got like 10 notifications on Twitter. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I was like, oh no. That's always, that's always <laughs> the worst. Actually, that's always the worst. Yeah. Cause I was you're, just, like, you're like, what did I do? I was just like, oh shit, what happened? Why are people adding me on Twitter? And it was because I got retweeted. Uh, Chris Maloney actually t- retweeted me, quote retweeted me. Yeah, yeah. And then put like the, fr- he, the fridge got more rolls than I did or something. Yeah. Something like very funny. It, it's from, it's, it's, it's a great, what happened American summer? The first the one, The first right? one where he humps that fridge. He humps the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, what, what have I done? But then I was like, well, I've peaked now. I peaked, and actually it was really funny because in the comments to his quote tweet, people are like, was it the fridge or this can of like vegetables? Because remember there was a, ve- yeah, there yeah. was a, a John Benjamin, John Benjamin can of vegetables. with the vegetables. Anyway, um, so I was just like, well, that's it. I've peaked. Okay. I did it. I got re- myself retweeted. Well, I guess be happy that uh, Chris Maloney decided to embrace your comment. And, and if anybody is going to get retweeted uh, for fridge fucking content... It's me. Yeah. So proud. Uh, I'm proud I've, of you. I've peaked. I, I can now retire to the forest. I am Gladriel. I will go into the West as she does in Lord of the Rings. One nerd out there thought that was very funny. Yeah. I, I'm not um, a Lord of the Rings guy, so I didn't pop. And, and I, that's it. So I won't be on the podcast from here on out. Oh, nice. Because uh, I will be dead. Great. Or there is nothing else for no, me to do be in me. this life. It's just going to be me and my Ohatmu book. Yeah. Just reading off things. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that that was my day. Um, really weird day. Again, you, it's never good to, like, step away from the computer and then look at your phone and have, like, all of the notifications when you never get notifications. Yeah, this happens to be a few and times. And then you're like, oh, no, what happened? Did that, someone die? Because if you know what it is, is like you tweet something because you want attention, but then you don't want the attention when you get it. Well, not like... It, no, no, no I mean, I feel, I feel that way. But you also don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah. It's just like, a, hey, here's a comment I just left on this guy's Twitter. You don't expect somebody else who has a larger following to retweet you. Yeah. And then get all of these like likes and, and stuff. Because all I that never happens to me. So I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like sitting there. I, I texted you when I was in the parking lot. Like, hey, do you want Dunkin' Donuts? And you were like, yes. And I just swiped over and I was like, why do I have 10 Twitter notifications? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Did Cher die? Are people trying to tell me something? Like, I was, uh, it was very disconcerting there for a second. I, I could see that. I could see, I could see, no, I could see, I could see the panic setting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it's, it's happened to be to me a few times. Yeah. So. And you just think you did something wrong. Yeah, because automatically anything online just feels dirty. I'm like, oh my God, they've come for me. Yeah. Finally, my turn to get canceled. <laughs> Somebody listened to all of these podcasts or read all my Gilmore Girls reviews and decided, you know what? Time to cancel her. I'm waiting for somebody to listen to all these podcasts. We're fucking fucked. And just be like, you know what? We're done. You drop a bomb on those people. And you know what? We would deserve it. Hey, you got five years, four years of content to be working with. Actually, no, longer than that. I was going to say it's got to be longer than that. I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, seven years because it's 20. Yeah, this would be... uh, this will be this year. This year is going to be seven years. We've really been doing this for seven years. Yeah. When did we start doing? I, I got to go back and look. But we started twenty fourteen. That's what have we done with our life? I don't know. Well, it mine ended today. Yeah, so, yours. <laughs> so that was it. Seven years on a podcast and one re- retreat and retweet, and I'm done. Yep. Yep. R. I. P. Me. Uh, this else? is what I leave to you, my fans. <laughs> <laughs> like I have fans. Our, this is what I leave to you, world. Uh, so, uh, what else happened today? I guess there Nothing. was, well, no, there was, uh, the news that came out about the Batman cartoon. 
Oh, that's right. That happened earlier. And I told you space about it. I put it on a Facebook page. I guess Bruce Tim is going to head up some new cartoon, animated cartoon called like Batman the Caped Crusader. Okay. And then there's also going to be a Superman cartoon, but it's drawn in much more of a like anime style from the still that they showed, which is cool. Um, Is the Batman one drawn like the anime series? It looks a lot darker. It just has like Gotham and then like Batman over it. That's all you can okay. really see. His He's got the really long ears, ears which I'm never a huge fan of. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's great. I'm excited to get a new Batman series. I would hope it would be a little bit more in that, you know, DC animated universe, you know, uh, Batman animated series and, and, Stuff that I loved so much, but I am also very, very wary Hmm. if you're giving Bruce Timm the reins, because that man is a pervert. (laughs) He's always drawing women like they're not wearing any clothes, and he has such a hard-on for Batgirl that he makes her fuck Batman, and I'm so not okay with it. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that doesn't show up in this show, because I would like to enjoy it. Is it going to be like a kid's show, or going to be like... I don't know. It just says cartoon. Oh, okay. That's a, there's I didn't see any other information, but yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Know, well, maybe we'll get get to watch it. I mean, I'll get to watch it. You You'll, you will. I'll be dead. Yeah, you'll, you're. you're, you're I'm you're, dying after we tape this. Yeah. <laughs> I will get my giant mallet. <laughs> and finally, you were reading something just before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. So what? And this is also Batman related. Yeah, uh, it just got tweeted by. Well, I mean, like 12 hours ago. I just saw it Yeah. Um, from the DC Batman account, the official one. Um, and it's about a new event, comic event, uh, for Batman himself. And it's called Fear State, which... you feel? I feel like that's something that would have been taken, they would have done by I'm now, really something called Fear State. It has not been. So what it says here, and I haven't read this to Sean, so he's hearing all of this information okay. for the first time. Uh, Fear State. This fall, the Scarecrow is sending Gotham City straight to hell, and it's up to Batman and his allies to stop it. Poor Gotham. Fear State is a horror-themed Gotham City event that unifies plot threads started in DC's fan-favorite publishing events, DC Future State and Infinite Frontier. Fear State not only continues the Scarecrow's vision of a feared-controlled Gotham, but also Mayor Christopher Nakano's mission to protect the city with his groundbreaking deal with the Magistrate. Who's the Magistrate? No fucking clue. This can't-miss event is also the launching point for several new series and plot lines across all Bat Family titles, setting a new status quo for 2022. Sweet. The action begins this August with the following titles, I Am Batman... I am Batman number zero. The age of the new Dark Knight begins on August 10th, picking up immediately from the events of the next Batman, Second Son. Jace Fox begins the march towards his destiny when he fights. Jace Fox? It's Lucius Fox's son. Is he Batman now? He, wasn't he Batwing? Oh, maybe he was Batwing. Okay. And so I think now he is a Batman. Okay. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't. Keep up with that. Jace Fox begins the march towards his destiny when he fights to protect Alleytown against the oppressive forces of the magistrate using Batman armor and tech he's found in Bruce Wayne's old base of operations, the Hibernaculum. Doesn't Bruce need that stuff? What the fuck's the Hibernaculum? Is that in the North Is that Pole? how you pronounce it? It looks like it. Hab- Haber- Haberdashery. Haberdashery? Yes. So something's going on. Also Alleytown. Don't know where that is. That's in Gotham, probably. Sure. Catwoman number 34. Then on August 17th, Alleytown continues to be the hotspot in Gotham with Selina Kyle's quest to keep her home safe, beset on all sides, not only by law enforcement gone bad, but by a potential invasion of the city's villains as well. And if those problems weren't enough, Batman makes the scene breaking his and Selina's vow to give each other a one year break. I don't know what Alleytown is. It used to be called the East End. Okay. Because Catwoman was the defender of the East End. Sure. So now now she's moved. Maybe gentrification kicked her out. Damn Whole Foods. Yeah. She moved because there was a Whole Foods in her neighborhood. Um, and I here's this is where this starts being like, how? how? 
Uh, Harley Quinn number six. And Harley Quinn is such like a bonkers book. I don't know how you put this in it. Anyway. I think you just do it. Harley Quinn number six. What would any crisis that threatens all of Gotham City be without Harley Quinn? You know, great question. Press release. Uh, Boring. That's what. The Mistress of Mischief and Mayhem teams up with Catwoman to kick the magistrate out of Alleytown for good. I thought the magistrate was a good thing. Apparently is a bad thing. Um, Then there is also Batman Fear State Alpha number one. The event over a year in the making begins. Fear State settles upon Gotham City, but no one is safe. Overwhelmed by the dual threat of the Scarecrow and Peacekeeper number one. I don't know what that is. Batman and his allies have been one step behind since the events of Infinite Frontier number zero. And with the arrival of the mysterious anti-Oracle and the return of Poison Ivy, Batman may have a little more than he can handle. This is exhausting. Idiot, what's what the fuck's an anti-oracle? It's just a, is that Barbara Gordon not in a wheelchair? Because that's Batgirl. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what's an anti-oracle? Outstanding. Is it the is it just or is it an oracle? But instead of like giving you information, it like takes it from you. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to think of the anti. Like, does she like instead of using computers, she uses uh, books? Oh shit! Like you walk by her and your phone becomes a fucking notepad because she's a luddite yeah so she's oh, maybe she's a luddite maybe that's what it is yeah so she's, she's <laughs> like anti- literally she's able to like reverse your tech yeah so it just like becomes like a rock if you want to if you want to use a calculator it turns into an abacus or everybody who's invested in, invested in bitcoin is fucked around this one. yeah or no. dogecoin or whatever the fuck rp dogecoin or rp wayne coin you know what? There's got to be a Wayne coin. If Bruce Wayne existed, there'd be a Wayne coin. Hey, let's make some bad NFTs. He would. He totally would. They'd be called BFTs. BFTs. <laughs> and he'd be like, I, I don't understand enough about this to know what a BFT is, but I've made one. I'm totally fungible. <laughs> I hate this world. <laughs> and then finally, the last part of this. And don't worry. Batman himself gets a taste of fear state firsthand beginning in September with issue number 112 through issue 117. And here's a sneak peek at the variant cover for all six issues by Jorge Molina, which connect from a linked image of all the allies and enemies that the Dark Knight will encounter through this must read event. And there's a just picture. Fart. I, I kind of wish it was beer stain. So Batman gets a taste of beer stain. He just goes to like. So a, he just like, like, like opens a, like a, a fucking microbrewery. Goes to a microbrewery and he's just like, it's a flight. And that's the comic. Actually, you know what? If Batman was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go find myself. Yeah. Wasn't there one where he like found himself? He like forgot who he was. And he had a beard for a while. Do you remember this? That happens a lot. Yeah, but it was recent. Oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. He had like a beard and he was just like hanging out. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, I like, I like a couple that. years ago. It makes more sense. But he should like just, you know, maybe if you've already got this new Batman, and you've got all your Bat family, maybe Bruce should open a microbrewery. He should can have, get a uh, beard. He can, you know, call some food trucks. He doesn't have to have a kitchen. The dark stout. Yeah, he can have the dark stout. Uh, you know, he can have a a, a Robin Porter. <laughs> Made with real robins because he has so, There's so many. many of them. They're dead. It's like you could really taste the. You could really taste the robin. Taste the robin. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's what he should do with his time. I would actually, I think he deserves a break. I, I need a break just listening to all that stuff you're telling me just now. Yeah, yeah. Was a yeah, lot. I think uh, that Batman isn't suffering from burnout uh, is amazing. Yeah, I think he should kind of give it up i think we should just stop comics for a while how did that's a how did comics because i i mean the last one we read they kind of just ignored covid was a thing yeah okay yeah we, interesting we'll, you know, we, i mean at least i don't know we haven't gotten to the point where you know, we're gonna have a have like a covid style it's ad, weird adventure it's weird to see how some of these like shows have handled it or not i mean we're watching, and we just started watching Mayor of Easttown, yeah. which I'm assuming was filmed 
Yeah, they had to like it's one of those things where they had to like film it and then they had to stop filming it and then they have to film it again. Yeah, so I don't you know, start filming again. So they're just kind of like pretending it doesn't exist. And then you watch Law and Order and it sort of exists, but then it also does not exist. So sometimes people will be wearing a mask, but none of the main characters, only people in the background, and they will sometimes mention it. It's fucking weird. I mean, Batman. Do we need to be reminded of it, though? I don't know. Depends on how real you want this to be. It is Batman. Batman doesn't have to be real. You can just fucking rename a whole section of the city. COVID town? Well, I mean, the East End is now Alleytown or something. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's true. I haven't read those books. There might, again, Selena might have just be fleeing gentrification. That's true. So. Yeah. She's too many, uh, too many, uh, whatever shops. Yeah. Comic book shops. <laughs> but, well, that's exhausting. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of going on there. And uh, I don't know if I like it. No. Well, anyways, that being said, let's take a quick break because we did break after listening to all that. And uh, we'll come back with a book for this week. Welcome, one and all, to the Fire and Water Racetrack and Arena. Please direct your attention to the center of the track where you will see 36 buses lined up between two ramps, a tank full of live man-eating sharks and a high wire stretching over it all. The rocket cycle is warmed up and all the nets have been removed. Who would attempt these stunts just to entertain and inspire his audience? What kind of man? What kind of hero? There, coming in on a rocket-powered skateboard, it's the death-defying human flycast! Join me, Max Romero, and a rotating roster of guests as we dive headfirst into the colorful comics of Marvel's The Human Fly. The Death-Defying Human Fly cast is a limited episode podcast spotlighting the adventures of a man who comes back from a crippling auto accident to become a mysteriously masked stuntman with a mission to inspire others to never give up hope. We'll also talk about the real-life Human Fly, a daredevil with a murky past and a desire to be the best stuntman in history until the day he just disappeared. The actual human fly would vanish as suddenly as he had materialized, but not before sparking a comic series featuring what would be the wildest superhero ever. Because he was real. The death-defying human fly cast. Coming soon to the Fire and Water Podcast Network. It's gonna be wild. Alright, we're back here at Worst Collection Ever with our book for this week. It is The Phantom Stranger. Number 37 from July 1975. Uh, this book, I feel like we've had this for a while and we've both read it. Yes. But maybe we, I feel, it's, it's weird because it felt very familiar. Uh-huh. But I'm, I went back literally just before we started taping and went through all of our episodes to see if we did Fan of Stranger at all. We've never done a Fan of Stranger book. Yeah. Like we've talked about Fan of Stranger. Uh, particularly the time that he took a phone call uh, in the Spectre comic. And then he was also in a uh, episode of... uh, (laughs) Sorry. My cat just farted. I don't know if he farted or he just groaned. It was a very strange noise. That was a strange noise. Mm. Um, But he was also in an uh, issue of Guy Gardner. Yes. Where he was at Guy Gardner's restaurant for some reason. He was holding fries, wasn't he? He was holding fries. Like, he didn't get a plate. He, just, was, had a whole, he just had a bunch of hot fries in his gloves. It was literally Sean's favorite thing it was, it was, that it was, ever happened. It was, it, was like he, it was like he was eating in the garbage like a garbage plate or something. Do you, just, you don't just scoop a garbage plate with your hands, though. Usually it comes in a plate. At, at Warriors, you do. <laughs> we don't use plates. Oh, is that a you, thing? You just get a, you just get a, they give you, you like a fucking trough and you just go show that place. No, is, they give you a shovel. Like, no, 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 they have a shovel. They take a shovel, like a, like a shovel. T- they don't take a shovel. Really? Where? In Warriors? Yeah. Oh, Oh God. I thought you were being serious. I thought it was just like they had a trough full of garbage plate and they just get a shovel and like shovel it into your plate. I'm not, there's no plate. I'm talking about Warriors in the comic. Oh, I thought there was a garbage plate place called Warriors in like Rochester that you'd been to where they shovel gar- garbage plates accoutrements with yeah. an actual shovel. Yeah, I've never been to. Oh, shit, I can't remember the name of the place. It's famous. I mean, it's famous for being a garbage plate place, but uh, I can't remember the name of it. 
Mm. But it's not it's not called Warriors. Maybe we should open a garbage play, place called Warriors and we'll just shovel shit into people's faces, like into their mouths. Yeah. You just they just you just wedge it into their mouths. Yeah, open up and you just, I just dump a fucking, you know, garden spades worth of macaroni <laughs> salad into your open maw. A macaroni salad, cut up sausage, uh French fries. Oh god. Loose meat. I really like my foods to be separate. <laughs> you know, I'm always kind of, I've been. You're a mix the food man. I guess I am. And, and when we first met, you were eating some abominations. Yes, I was. Uh, which we have mentioned on the show before, but you literally would just mix tuna and what were those things called? Like the Lipton's noodle sides or whatever. Yeah. And like. I don't know, something else, stuffing and like put it in a microwave for a hundred minutes and then like <sighs> shove it. A hundred minutes. Yes. <laughs> sure. And then you just, you would literally call it gruel. Well, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess if, uh, you know, we're, we're. Aren't you lucky you met me? You'd still be eating that fucking shit. No, I would be, I'd be dead. Yeah. You know, I'd be, I'd, I probably uh, would be grueled up. Oh, you'd definitely be grueled up. You'd definitely be shoveling that shit in with a garden spade. Anyways, uh, Phantom Stranger, though, uh, it is uh, from his first series. I, I don't know if this is his second or third uh, or se- first or second series, because I feel like there was one in the 60s. But mm-hmm. Maybe this could still be the same one. Sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Phantom Stranger, he's like the basis of like the stories in this book, even though he doesn't really ever do anything. Yeah, no, he really doesn't. He just sort of appears yeah. uh, and wears a cape. He wears a cape and a hat. And, Which, I mean, you know, he's important. Just, he's just got, he's got a medallion. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he's kind of like related to like the story of Judas. Like or whatever. Sure. Like I don't think he was Judas, but he was friends with Wasn't Judas. Wasn't he supposed to be like a representation of God's vengeance or something? No, that's uh, 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 Spectre. Oh. Or God's wrath, those yeah, 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 or something like yeah. that, yeah, and whatever. Uh, Eclipso is like one of those things too. Oh, so yeah, but no, he's man. He, what am I going to get to be a manifestation of God's wrath? Uh, you got to apply. <laughs> what does that pay? What kind of bendies are we talking? I mean, I imagine it'd be good bendies. You know, you, you'd you're, hope working so, the, like... you're working for the main man. Yeah, you got to go to church though. Oh fuck! You got to go to church. You got to apply. They have applications. Is that how that works? I gotta actually. You put it. In, you put it in the in the in the box, in the in the collection plate, and then, <laughs> and then the priest gets my it. application to be God's wrath. Yeah, <laughs> just like it, I give it to the priest. You fold it. You fold it up in. Nice I'm assuming square. he he burns it when he's doing communion. Isn't there fire yeah, yeah, involved? Th- <laughs> <laughs> what in Catholic mass? He does. He burns something like he lights the incense or. Well, they light incense and they have like it. They 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 use it to like maybe he puts they, it. In, they swing it. Maybe he puts it in that thing that big priest tried to kill us with. The incense thing. Do you remember during your dad's mass, we were in the front row and he kept swinging that fucking oh, incense yeah, yeah, thing, that, yeah. and he did it so much that I literally could not breathe. I spent the entire time trying not to cough because he was like swinging it at our faces. Yeah, <laughs> so we were in the yeah. front row. So yeah. he puts it in there. He puts it in there, and then, then the fumes go up to, to heaven. Oh. <laughs> or do you have to, like, get it to the Vatican so they can put it in the thing where they pick the new pope? And yeah, send but the actually, they pick, they pick your thing, <laughs> and they're like... White smoke, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm pope now. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm pope. I mean, I'm, I'm God's wrath. That's how you get to do it. That I, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm here to be God's wrath. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm here. What's, so where's, uh, where's, the, where's the cafeteria? I'm just, uh, I'm hungry. I'm Young Pope. Remember that show? <laughs> the Young Pope. Did that last more than like four episodes or whatever the fuck that was? <laughs> I went to see the Pope's whole body. <laughs> you have to explain whatever that is. Well, no, it was like there's there's this Twitter, an Instagram account called Catatonic Youths, and they will do like these re- ultra edited versions of like, you know, shitty musicians or whatever, you know, or news and, things. And, and, but for some reason, yeah, they had a news thing. And one of them was just a compilation of like people from like, I think it's like Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or something. It's got to be Pennsylvania. It's definitely somewhere. Pennsylvania. 
um, and everybody kind of they're talking like yes. Yeah, they got that they, they have, they have like a weird weird accent. And the the Pope was there, and they're trying to like they're talking to all these different youngsters or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, and some kids like, yeah, I wanted to see the Pope's whole body. That's right. Because he's like, I, I saw the Pope, and I see the Pope's whole body. So every time I, I always think of the Pope, I think of the Pope's whole body. I just think body. that's such a creepy thing to say. I want to see his whole body. His entire body. You're like, really? Like, all the way down to his feet? I want to see his fingernails. Oh, shit. Maybe that guy's got a Pope foot fetish. Hey, you know, never mind. You never know. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. floats your boat. Yeah. Anyways, Phantom Stranger. Uh, he So on the cover here, we've got uh, a mummy. Mm-hmm. Coming out of a sarcophagus and throttling a dude. Nice. And uh, Phantom Stranger's shadow is like lurking behind it. Yeah. And it says, beware the images of the dead. So pretty straight to the point. Uh, we do have a, a hostess ad here. I just noticed Yeah, this. which I think we have dealt with this hostess ad before. This is the one where like someone's going to find out that he's Superman and then Superman like distracts him with hostess. What happens though? What happens is he, uh, yeah, because he's gonna like he, he, open he, his closet. He, 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 this guy opens his closet and he sees a bunch of Superman outfits, and then he gets like depressed. He gets more more people to come over, and then Superman kind of kayfabes and just puts a bunch of pies in there, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Yo, fucking pies and shit." This is my pie closet, and, and, you know, and everybody's like, and, and this guy's like, "No, but there was stuff in there." It's like, "Yeah, but fucking pies." Because we fucking rock it. We should get a pie closet. I would like a pie. They just open it up, just pies fall out. There's just pies. What pie will I eat today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do it. Okay, great. Let, let's install a pie closet. <laughs> we can truly embrace being fat. <laughs> hey, are you a fat guy? Do you have a pie closet? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is obviously yes. Clearly, I am. I am, uh, I am a, I'm a fat man with a pie closet. Mm. Uh, anyways, so uh, Phantom Stranger... We get uh, kind of like a recreation of the cover here. Yeah. On the front, on the first page. And Phantom Stranger just says a bunch of shit. I don't really care what he's saying. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter. What, really, it, what oh. The only thing that really matters is this mummy is trying to, like, kill a dude because he's, like, stealing artifacts. Yeah. And you're just like, that's right. Yeah. Die, you, defiler of tombs. You tell that fucking colonizer, get the hell out. <laughs> Stop stealing your shit to put it in a museum. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Belongs in a museum. It kind of belongs with the people who made it. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's always like Phantom Stranger being like, men call me Phantom Stranger, but like. Nobody cares. Some people don't. Some people call me Maurice. Some call me Kajagugu. Some call me. The gangster of love. The gangster of love. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So he's. So we start off, though, with this. Uh, Story uh, starts the story off with a woman. Mm-hmm. Or, okay, so a guy robs a bank. Yep, he robs a bank. He is running out. He's run, he's ran, the, the physics of this him running out because he's running out like straight into the street, and this woman is driving by in the cab. Right, and it must mean you must do like a quick like end around to get to this cab. And he gets to the cab, and he's like, "Hey, lady, you better start booking it, or I'm going to pump you full of lead." And she right. says, "She says." Don't whatever you, whatever you, which is whatever you say, Mister. Don't shoot. My life isn't perfect, but I'd like some time to improve it. Yeah. So she doesn't want a midsummer herself. No, she doesn't. She's not mm. ready. Good. Good. So it's nice that people want to live. So she's, <laughs> so she's uh, driving, and she goes down a dead end, and uh, she sees the fan stranger standing there, and this dude's like ram him, and and he I'm gonna ram him, I'm gonna ram him, um, and he like. The way they draw Phantom Stranger, he really looks like somebody you would see just walking down the street in like Victorian England with the cape and it's like flowing behind him and he's got the hat. All he needs is a cape. He's got really skinny legs though. You see his skinny legs? Oh yeah, he skipped leg day. He skipped leg this day. This is before leg day was invented. It's 1975. This is before we had weights. So, so you could like really get your top buff, but then you would just have toothpicks yeah, for you, legs. You, just, you didn't, didn't have calf machines back then. They did not. So, uh, so, so the car peels out though, and the woman books it, and she gets shot. Right. And Phantom Stranger is like, help this woman. Yeah, Phantom Stranger. Phantom Stranger punches. Well, not only does his hat get flown off. But Phantom Stranger also... Uh, yeah, what happens to this guy? Because he kind of just... He's a non-entity for the rest of the story. 
Who, Phantom Stranger? No, the bank robber. Well, he's just a means to an end here. Right. That's what I mean. What happens to him? Nothing. Yeah. He gets he gets arrested. Okay. Because Phantom Stranger punches out, which is weird to see Phantom Stranger punching somebody. That's right. He usually doesn't do much but, like, hover. He, does, he just hovers and talks. Yeah. But yeah, he, He's he, just, he, like, one of those, you know, like, one of those dudes who, like, hover too close to the buffet line. <laughs> That's what Phantom Stranger is. Phantom Stranger is a... He's a, just like, I want to go back for seconds, but I don't want it to look weird. Just hovered around that so chocolate just, fountain. Exactly. He's like, if I, I just went, but if I... Just stand here for a couple more minutes. I can go back. No one will notice. Just being weird. Phantom Stranger definitely has a pie closet. Oh, 100%. So uh, Phantom Stranger punches this dude and uh, the cops show up. And then Phantom Stranger is holding this, this lady. And she's like, he's like, hey, help this lady. Yeah. And they're and like, the cops uh... are like, and the cops are like, hey, we're going to arrest you too, Phantom Stranger. But then he like pieces out. Right. He like vanishes. vanishes. And they're like, oh, no, this lady's like in a bad way. Let's get her to the hospital. Well, they have to set up more here because the. the, the, the Oh, yeah. The, they the have guy, to mention her husband. You get the guy. They say this poor girl looks like she's going to need a lot of help before she gets back on her feet. It's like, yeah, because she got shot. Yeah. They're also like, what will her husband say? And I'm like, well, I guess we're just going to have to find out. We're aren't just we? assuming that this woman is married. I mean, maybe she had a ring. I don't know. She, Yeah, but. I don't know. I, I'm assuming that, you know, it's 1975. All women outside were married. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're outside, you were married. That, that's how it had to happen. If you walked outside the door, you were married. If you, you had to, that, that's how it was. You're married and uh, you're, you, you, were headed to where, you were headed back home to make sandwiches for your man. Yes. That's, that's, that's where all women were. were I believe that's going. how it worked. They weren't going to work. They are going to uh, kitchens to make sandwiches for men. Correct. <laughs> Correct. For no pay. For no pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they get they get paid in the uh, paid in satisfaction of hungry of, of full husbands. <laughs> I've topped off my husband. My husband's been topped off. <laughs> he was on E. Now he's on F. Now he's on F. Yay! Because I made him a pastrami on rye. Mm. Delicious. So uh, we now we jump over to this dude. Uh, what's this guy's name? Alan. Sure. Alan Cantor or something. Was and he Alan? is an artiste. He's an artiste. He's oh, a, is a, he an artist? He's a rest- I think he's like a restorationist or something like that. I don't know. All I know is he's just like, the way he talks to this guy, I'm like, dude, you are lucky you don't get your ass kicked out. Yeah. He is an asshole. And I understand this, guy, this guy's like asking him to basically do a fake. Like a fake mummy or an Egyptian artifact of some sort. He's like, yeah, he's like this uh, guy, Mr. Osborne. Yeah, or Osborne. Osborne is yeah. like, look, I need you to make a fake mummy because I'm gonna like take it to the to this you know museum. Yeah, and be and, like, and don't just wrap your dog in bandages this time. Like, I need like a legitimate mummy. Don't wrap. Uh, yeah, just don't 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 kidnap a child and wrap it in toilet paper and pet, try to pass it off as a mummy. Don't wrap a bunch of uh, rotting meat in uh, rotting meat in, uh, in the shape of a mummy <laughs> and put it in there and be like, look, there's a meat mummy in here. Gross. I don't know. Are, mummies aren't supposed to be meaty, are they? We have to let it rot. Don't you have to dry them out? Yeah. So don't, don't dehydrate them. your meat. Don't dehydrate your meat. You have to embalm them somehow. Well, I mean, no, but he's not really, we're not really worried about the mummy in this case. I'm worried about the mummy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely worried about the mummy. Yeah. But this guy's like, nah, fuck that. I'm an artist. Can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So I'm going to storm out because I have integrity. And he wanders off to find well, his. He didn't offer like $20,000. Like it said 1975 bucks. That is a lot of fucking money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You could like. Buy Rhode Island with that money. You could, I mean, you could probably buy Rhode Island for $20,000 today. Nice. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, Rhode Island's like the size of our coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Put my feet on Rhode Island right now. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, fuck that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I would, I was going to, I was hoping this could be my big break because I want to help my wife get out of her dead end job because she drives a cab because I happen to be that woman's husband. Right. And he like goes to the hospital. Oh, no, he goes, he walks out, he walks out of the museum and the cops show up and the cops are like, hey, are you that guy? That is, the, are you the husband? And, and he's know, like, I'm that guy. Which I guess that's how also in the 70s, they just assumed they, they didn't know what you looked like, but they assumed that you, you were somebody. I don't know. I mean, you had an address on your driver's license. 
or something where I don't know. She did she tell him like my husband works do, at the does, museum. Does that still happen? Like, do police still come to your door to notify you if somebody's died, or do they call you? Do they send it depends. It depends. Do they like, send you a? Do they slide into your DMs on Instagram? Well, on Mayor of East Town, they went to that guy's house. Yeah, but everybody in Mayor of East Town's related. So, so, so that was just that was just stopping over. <laughs> stopping over for some Permani brothers and some some Yingling. Yeah, gonna drink some Yingling. By the way, your daughter's dead. <laughs> oh yeah. So so I'm saying we're like, already three beers in, but your daughter's dead. Yeah. So I'm I'm like like today in the now times would like the cops just slide into your DMs to be like, hey, you up, your uncle exploded. Yo, that'd be really difficult to figure out because what if you don't see the request? Because you know, right? what if you're not friends with the cop already? Exactly. You so know? it just sits in your unread DM. And you're, you you got a you got a discorporated uncle. Yeah, he exploded. You know, nobody's gonna tell you because you don't. How are you gonna find out? You don't watch TV like regular TV. You don't look at the news. You're the only- news actually would probably that, that'd be. I think the news that would should be. Top thing on the news. When is the last time we watched the 10 p.m. news broadcast? I usually shut it off. I hurry we up. We turn it off. I turn it off because I already know it's bad news. We don't look at it. I look at the morning. I go on like my little websites and I go, all right, that's what's happening in the world. And then I ignore it for the rest of the day. I, I find can't. out. I find out by Twitter, Twitter, uh, Twitter on the side. Yeah, yeah, I do that too. And I, I see that and I, or I just see whatever's trending and I go, oh, that looks bad. Yep. I, I can't, uh, you know, hide. Yeah, but I'm not going to see my local news anchor tell me my uncle exploded. <laughs> By the way, uh, coming up after the weather, your uncle exploded. <laughs> Whose uncle? I don't know. Yours. Oh, yours. Yours. He exploded. Yeah, he's... My condolences. <laughs> Sorry. Your uncle blew up. <laughs> so he gets the bad news and he goes to the hospital and he... <laughs> I do. I, I don't know. I do kind of enjoy him walking in, and being like, "Out of my way! My wife needs me." Yeah, this guy sucks. This guy does kind of. He's suck. an ass, and all he does is yell, and he's like really mad, and he's like, "My God!" And they're like, "You know, you're you're really lucky. Your wife's alive." He's like, "We don't have insurance. I'm an artist. I don't have insurance. <laughs> we don't live in Canada." Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, and so he's uh, like. Fine. Although a nice bit of continuity, Phantom, mm. uh, he's walking into the hospital, and right behind him is Phantom Stranger without a hat. <gasps> he lost his hat for good. Yeah, it's not where oh, he doesn't have a hat anymore. No. Or is is he just trying to be respectful? Yeah, maybe no. Yeah, maybe he is because normally you don't see. I, I feel like this is the most unhatted I've seen. Uh, Phantom Stranger. It's true, and I, I really think it's because he's got a weird, uh, like balding pattern. Was that, that why he wears a hat? Yeah, he just doesn't want. He's like patchy. It's not like just in one spot like normal oh, guys. You think he's getting like a like a like a mohawk, like kind of like involuntary mohawk. Kinda, it's like alopecia. He's got some over here and some over here and some over there, and he's just really uncomfortable <laughs> with it. So he wears a hat. Okay. Yeah, this is my theory about Phantom so, so, Stranger. So, so that, that's could be, that's be, what ha- that's what happens when you're God's be, wrath. That be, or that, whatever. <laughs> what would you do? That you're not. <laughs> I'm so angry. My hair fell out. Well, I thought I thought it was you because you're God's wrath. I thought you caused it i could see my hair falling out no i thought you caused him to have alopecia Mm, not really my style yeah yeah i'm more of the old school shit burn it down burn it down yeah Um, so so he's like fine i will get the money to treat my wife by going back to this mr osborne and telling him that i will take this job he's offering to pay me a shit ton of money for yeah well that's but 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 before that happens he goes out to the uh, balcony, and Phantom oh, Stranger right. shows up without his hat. No hat. No hat. And uh, he's like, because he's like, man, I just want to forget about my wife's pain. And he's like, yo, if you forget about pain, that's like pretty shitty. You know, you should like work through it. Mm. And this guy, he's like, you know, what the fuck? I don't you know, know if I necessarily agree with you, Phantom Stranger, but okay. Yeah, you know, Phantom. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm Phantom Stranger. People call me Phantom Stranger. Take this walk with you. He's like, well, let's even take a walk. They're on a balcony. No, I, I meant mental. Oh, mental walk. walks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over walk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's like, you just here to give me some sympathy or give me a million dollars? He's like, no, I'm just telling you that, like, if you if you do shitty things, you know, things are going to go bad. So just FYI. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, then he disappears. Yep. And he goes look for his, for his hat. He goes look for his hat. And then so this dude is, uh, you know, goes and takes the gig. And then he uh, starts working on this. Uh, He's like carving a um, a uh, sarcophagus. Yeah. A carbon sarcophagus. That's a he's lot using, of fucking work, man. He's, he's using shards from a pot, grounding them into the museum to confuse the dating. I mean, I man, yeah, that's, he's that sounds, doing that like, He's doing like a lot of stuff, and he's like carving it and all this sort of stuff, and 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 he does it right. He does the thing, and we, he shows it to Osborne. He does the thing, but then he shows it. We Osborne comes and he's like checking it out, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. You nice. Know, this is pretty good. Good. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm treating. I'm making a mummy. And here's what I'm, how I'm treating. I'm treating this mummy's bandages with this gigantic vat. Right. It's not like just like a bucket. The, like we're just talking bandages. This is the, this is the vat that Jack Napier falls in. A hundred percent. This is <laughs> this is an industrial size vat. This is like throw nine cars in it vat. The wonders he's broke. Yeah, because he's he's paying on off this vat. Why do you have this vat? You had to get a, you had to rent a space which big is, enough for this vat. Which is when you filled really, with these com- with, with, which is so filled, it's filled to the brim with this this chemical. And you could have just got like a ten gallon trash can. Yeah, that would have been so much easier. If you're just treating the bandages, you just that's have all to, you're doing. You're just dipping the bandages in something. Yeah, and then you're then you're slapping them on the get the a mummy. slop sink. Does that slop sink still work? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, all right, well, Oz, Ozzy Osbourne's like, hey, get get this, get this thing done. And yeah. This dude's like, okay. Yeah, I just can't wait to get rid of it. And then, he, then Osborne walks out and he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to get rid of you. Yeah, dun, so dun, ne- dun. now all of a sudden we just have this like nefarious plot to kill this man. Yeah, because all of a sudden, you know, because that, that's, that's, you know, necessary. Sure. I guess, you know, we have to, we're going to have to kill this dude. You know, for, for no, really no, nobody's, no, nobody's no book reason. Catch a break. Yeah, no reason, really. Yeah. No discernible cause to kill this man. Um, so he, like, he does the bandage thing. <laughs> Osborne comes back and he, like, tries to shoot him. But when he pulls his gun out of his. Well, no, there's this part where before oh. he does this, where he's like, he's like, he comes over and he's like, oh, that's a pretty good fake mummy in sarcophagus. And, and he's like, all right, I'm going to, can I get mine? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're going to get yours. Yeah. And he starts pulling out this gun. He, then the way it's drawn when he pulls out this gun, it literally looks like he's just pointing the gun at his own chest. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I realized he's pointing his, pointing his they're trying to show him like pulling it out of his jacket. But the way it's drawn, it just looks like they want he wants to shoot himself in the chest. So he, he <laughs> instead of, I don't know, I just like his response. I just like these responses. What is this, Osborne? Some sort of B-grade murderous mystery? Mm. What is this, dinner theater? Yep. So he's like, so the Osborne's like, all right, well, go take a walk over by that fucking, your giant vat that you're wasting all your money on. Yeah. And, you know, because all the acid in there is going to like boil you up and stuff and you'll, nobody will know that you're dead. Right. And then Fan Stranger shows up and he's like, yo. It's me. Cut that shit out. Right. And Phantom Stranger is, uh, he gets shot at and he's still not wearing a hat, by the way. Lost his hat. Uh, yeah. He, this is actually, this is actually pretty interesting that his hat got blown off and he just never bothered to go and get another hat. Right. Or figure that out he because that's he, kind of his it gimmick. It was right there. It's right. Yeah. Just sitting in, uh, sitting in some bird, it's a bird's nest now. Yeah. He's just like, fuck that. I don't need a hat anymore. See my hair. <laughs> I just like the idea that his hat is now a bird's nest, and that's why he can't take it back. Does it, that'd be great if, there was a, if, the, if the next panel was just him with a, his hat on, but there's a bird's nest underneath it. Yeah, and he's like, I and just, can't. He, and There's just birds on his hat. He's just like, I'm the Phantom Stranger. I was like, well, you got birds in your hat. He's like, I can't. It's the birds. The birds The birds are my friends. I gotta, like, gotta leave it here until the mama, the baby birds fly out of the nest. I don't want to disturb them. Feeding him. Yeah. So uh, he. So this is what this is what it kind of gets confused because he starts shooting a Phantom Stranger, and he's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna kill this dude." Yep. And then and then he's like, "Hey, Phantom Stranger, 
you know, and you and uh, uh, Alan, you both walk to that thing. Yeah. The acid thing? Yeah, but oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. but you already tried shooting at him, so why should he be afraid that you shot him? I don't. You're going to shoot him. He could just be like, you know, he could just go up to him and punch him because obviously whatever, uh, you know, tangible weapons are not going to be any use to, to damaging Phantom Stranger. Right. You know, he could just do whatever he's got to do. You know, why is he why is he complying to uh, this uh, to this acid bath? So, so we assume that we don't get to see it, but we assume that uh, Alan and, and Phantom Stranger, I guess, were uh, took a took a little bath. Yeah, and uh, the uh, Osborns showing off this uh, this mummy, this sarcophagus, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, this is pretty sweet." You know, I can't wait to see the mummy. You know, and out of nowhere, the mummy. Yep, busts out of the coffin. Busts out of the coffin. He's like, as it is on the cover of the comic. Yes, and he starts chasing this dude. And he's like, "Oh shit, that mummy wasn't there when I put it in there." Right, was, and he's like, "Oh, you know, we'll get you back or whatever." Well, and I do. I do like this guy. Why these guys aren't long gone? Because they're here at the end. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Because like. They're, the mummy shows up and the mummy's like, yo, Osborne. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's talking to you, dude. Yeah. That mummy knows your name. Mummy knows your name. So uh, later. Yeah. But so, but he, they're there uh, for my favorite part of the comic because we find out, obviously, it's the artist man. Yeah. Because so he, he, he so the uh, mummy starts going towards uh, Osborne and mm-hmm. uh, it does have this uh, this thing here, which actually makes me interested. Uh, this this uh, dialogue, this narration box. It is said that madness increases a man's strength sevenfold. No oh, man. But who here is the more insane? So that makes me think. It's like if I go insane, I will be super strong. That's that's a, that's a possibility. I mean, I think usually you need like PCP. Right. Yeah. I I don't think insane alone. I think PCP. Induced madness. Okay, so you then think you that, can lift. So do you think that vows full PCP? And, I mean, and, it's as likely as anything else. At yeah, this yeah, it's true. Uh, maybe that's how he was trying to get the money for his wife. He was making a giant vat of PCP. He was going <laughs> to sell it and then pay off his medical bills. Alan's PCP. This is Emporium. Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad was a thing. Oh, sweet. Um, but what I was going to say is my favorite part of this is as he's like chasing Osborne, he picks him up and he throws the him at his friends. Yeah. Which honestly is Press one of, slam. Which was my favorite thing. I can't tell you how much I've always wanted to throw a dude at another dude. I wish I was strong enough to pick up a grown man above my head. Perhaps I should get some of that PCP. <laughs> pick up a grown man above my head and throw him into a bunch of dudes. Just do it at the fair. It just sounds so fun. Yeah. I just want to throw a dude into another dude. That'd be a good that'd be a good ride at the fair. You'd be like, come come see Jen, the man thrower. <laughs> I'm a ride now? Well no, just the you know, an attraction, you mean? Well, you know, you know, people do Oh shit. <laughs> My husband's turning me into the to the fair ride. Yeah. Or you can throw you can throw women too. How much are you charging for me to be a ride at the fair? Five dollars a toss. I'm only five bucks. But then a lot of dudes are gonna be getting tossed. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> You can't. We, well, I mean, how much do you think? Are you t- not catching my innuendo of you turning me into a whore? No, I'm just. <laughs> he turned me to a ride in quotes. No, <laughs> no, I'm talking. So to- many dudes getting tossed. Five bucks, guys. <laughs> Five bucks. No, I was talking about like literal. Are you going for quantity over quality? Or are you just thinking like if I knock out a whole bunch, we'll have tons of money? Yes. Ah. Yeah, because because the you know the the interest will be there. Five bucks. <laughs> I'm talking physical tossing. You know uh, that. I see. I see. You said ride, or whatever. I mean, you know, you know attraction. What I mean. Attraction. There Excuse me. Attraction. You can go. You can be. Be. You go to get get a funnel cake, and then you go watch Jen toss a dude. I know that sounds awful. <laughs> anyway, so well before he gets, I think before he gets tossed, mm-hmm. he does a thing where he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna throw you on the street," because. You know, I want you to look at the pavement because that's the last thing you're ever going to see. And then Phantom Stranger shows up. Yeah. And he's like, Wasn't hey. Phantom Stranger already here? No, he came back. Oh, he came back. I see. These are two different days. He came okay. back. Yeah, two different things. He came back and he's like, because he's standing outside of the window, mm. you know, and he's like, yo, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that because 
you know, you're no better than he is. And what you should really do is toss him over to, to his friends, to, yeah. his, to, his, to his dudes. And then um, maybe you should – he says something to the effect of uh, punishment from without serves no purpose unless it can be accepted within. Go to teach him now and try to teach of him of his folly and perhaps you will both be the wiser for it. So instead of like give, getting vengeance on this dude from coming back to life, because he came back to life, he was just. Oh, Sam wasn't clear about his state. If Who? he was alive or dead, the, the the guy. Yeah, that's the thing though. I thought he was. I thought he I, was dead. I thought so, but then he was in the thing, and I was like, well, maybe he wasn't really dead, but apparently, he was actually dead. I, I mean, he had to have been dead because if he, if he got tossed into that vat of acid. He would have been know. treated somehow, and they would have used his what corpse as a mummy. What if it was just Gatorade? Oh, maybe, maybe it was the first. Yeah, maybe because Gatorade was around in the in the around this time. So he yeah. was he was the guy who patented great Gatorade. That's how he was going to get the money for his wife. He got hydrated. Yeah, and he was like, so he threw him into a bunch of Gatorade, and the guy was like, electrolytes, and then he just wrapped himself up in bandages and hit in the fucking coffin. Is that, is that, is that how we, is that how we uh, sell uh, Gatorade? I, you know, I'm not an athlete, so I don't know, but I'm assuming. You just go, electrolytes! That you drink Gatorade for the electrolytes that you need to have restored after working out. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, no, I never, I, Gatorade never really, like, quenched my thirst i had gatorade like four times in my yeah life. again not an athlete but if i ever drink it again i will yell electrolytes okay good electrolytes like that yeah it's good it's good it's good for you yeah i thought so yeah but he does he does 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 chuck these this dude this osborne at uh at these dudes who should be should have left by now yeah but phantom strangers like yeah you should be like you should like try to help people that are shittier than you yeah. And I'm like, the fuck? You know, maybe he no. should just, just, oh, I can't just end with him seeking vengeance. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's kind of a letdown. I mean, he's dead. Yeah. He murdered you. He threw you in the Gatorade. Yeah, he threw you in the Gatorade. You should be like out there like stomping I mean, it, people to death. Yeah. That actually reminds me of my one, of my King Tootin slamming. Oh, <laughs> I remember King my, Tootin slamming. My, uh, my basketball playing mummy. Yes. And there was a scene where he does a commercial for uh, Gatorade for Gatorade, and he drinks it, and it all pours out of his body because he's dead. He's a mummy. He's a mummy, yeah. and he's like, he goes electrolytes, and he drinks it, and it just. Did he say electrolytes? I don't remember. No, but oh, you okay. know. he probably should have. Yeah, but now, now I think I think I made a revision. I'm gonna make a revision to my uh, non-existent script. I was gonna say revive King Toon Slammin. Just this. Maybe you should stage King Toon Slammin, the movie with your action figures. We'll have to get some mummies. You'll also have to write King Toon Slammin. <sighs> maybe that. Maybe that's what I should do instead of being buying toys. I should be working on a screenplay for King Toon Slammin. Yeah, I mean, shit. Get that shit picked up by Paramount Plus. They'll, they'll take anything. <laughs> There's all sorts of crap on there. What is the platform that will take anything? Crackle? Go Crackle. Crackle will take King Toon Slammin. Or, or maybe we can make it a Pluto TV original. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. That's Pluto right. TV is just like, it was like whatever. Is this, is this, is it, are, we, are we just going to take it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> can we have this? No? Pluto TV, well, we're taking it anyways. Pluto TV is that meme of that guy who's like looking at the butterfly, you know, which meme yeah. I'm talking about. And it's like, is this content? <laughs> <laughs> And the answer is always yes. I once applied for a job at Pluto TV. I, I thought I, I thought I had a shot. I remember. Didn't you I, interview? I interviewed with a dude. Uh huh. And then he. Uh, and then I never heard back. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how interviews go. It's real cool. <laughs> it's, it's 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 how it is. It's real great. It's good. It's always good, great. It's good feeling when you have a good rapport with an interviewer, and then they just never talk to you again. You get ghosted while dating. You get ghosted while interviewing. Yeah, I don't know. It's worse. <sighs> probably interviewing, honestly. It's probably interviewing because there's, you know, you want to. someone's gonna fucking pay you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I got I got ghosted by Unless Pluto TV. <laughs> <laughs> you did get ghosted by Pluto TV. But I am better off now. Yeah. 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 You know, I have, I have, I have a, I have a good life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I should probably work on that. Maybe actually, you know what? I don't know because it's, it's, it's such a dumb idea. It is really dumb, but that kind of makes it great. It's true. It could be potent, it could be low key great. Yeah. But uh, that's how this kind of ends. It ends with the, with the, like fan of stranger being like, "Hey, don't kill people. Be nice to them, even though they're shitty to you. Even though they literally murdered you. <laughs> even though they literally murdered you." And then we get an epilogue of some guy. Uh, cracking into, uh, I don't know what he's cracking into. He's cracking into some shroud or something. Or, or, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, he's like in a museum and he's like robbing, and he like steals a skull. He steals a skull and he's like, "All right, hey," because it's uh, his dear Margaret or whatever is. Sure. I'm assuming it's his wife or sure. ex-wife or daughter, deceased daughter. Yeah, nanny, sister. Sister, apparently, Phantom Stranger had some sort of hand in her uh, demise. Yeah. So he's like talking to the skull, and he's like, "Aha, we're gonna fuck over Phantom Stranger." And Phantom Stranger's in the background, kind of like, Meh. "I found my hat." He did find his hat. Uh, also, what happened to that? Oh wait, dude? oh wait, oh wait, wait. Hang on. Ooh. He's. This is him finding his hat. I just realized. Oh my that. god, he found the hat in the epilogue. He's in the alley, finding his hat, dude, and he, he just, just picked up an alley hat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, it's probably you're gonna pick that. up a hat out of an alley in New York City and put it on your fucking head. The answer is no. That is disgusting. I'm impressed that they paid so much continuity, so much attention to this. To I don't this know bit why he detail. just didn't pick it up while he was there in the first place. It's not like anybody could, you know, he could just disappear at will. Now it's he could like, just he could just be like, oh, there's a hat, zap. Now it's home to a family of rats. Yeah, rat hat. It's a rat hat. He's going to put it on his head now. Uh, I also want to say we never find out what happens to that guy's wife if she gets better or dies in the hospital. And the reason is because it's 1975 and women do not matter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> this poor woman. Mm-hmm. She is a, a non-factor. I'm assuming she died in the hospital. Maybe her spleen. Well, I don't know. That, that one that one person says she's gonna need a lot of help to get back to ba- back to you know live a better life, well, live a life. You know, maybe so maybe, maybe her spleen ruptured like Kathy Stabler's did, and she bled out in it before the doctors could operate. Oh, R.I.P. Kathy Stabler. Yeah, R.I.P. Well, she was exploded. She was exploded. She lived like three extra days. Wait, she lived? Yeah, she didn't actually. I don't know if she technically got in the car or she like was almost in the car and then got exploded. But she like got thrown backwards and got like taken to the hospital and then she was conscious and then she flatlined and then she came back and then her spleen ruptured and she died. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are you thinking about spleens? No. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking about something else about. What does a spleen do? It provides you with nutrients. You can live without a spleen. I don't know. I don't know what you Kathy Stabler's problem was. I, I think she just bled out internally, which is really disgusting. Yeah. But you can live without a spleen. Yeah. I remember once, like, this is so many years ago, the Colorado Avalanche were playing somebody. I think it was Detroit because there's like a big rivalry with the Red Wings. Um, and they were, it's always a tough game. When, back then, I don't know if that's still true now, but back then, uh, this is, God, like 15 years ago. If not more. And Peter Forsberg was on the avalanche and he got hit hard. He got checked, but he got checked so hard. It like ripped his spleen and they had to go to like rush him to the hospital to do emergency surgery to like remove it. Yeah. And, but he lived without it because you can live with that. I don't know what it does, but you can live without it. Apparently. Spleen. I mean, you, you should have one, but you don't need one. What is a spleen? So well, I was gonna say, that's what I was going to say. This woman, uh, you know, this woman in the hospital, maybe she did live mm. because her husband dipped her in Gatorade. Oh, yeah. Maybe she got the electrolytes that she, she got with plants craved. She got, <laughs> today, like, she, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the hospital was like, this woman's going to need some helps. And this guy's like, out of my way, hospital people. I've got a bunch of Gatorade here. I'm going to pour <laughs> on my wife. And they're like, okay. And then, uh, yeah, she got better. Uh, here's what a spleen does. Oh, great. Your spleen's main function is to act as a filter for your blood. Well, you need that. You can live without it. It recognizes and removes old, malformed, or damaged red blood cells. I don't Ew. know how you would live without one. You can live without a spleen. 
<laughs> you need a heart to That's live. What it, says. it says right here. If somebody said, can you live without a spleen? And the answer is you can live without a spleen, but because the spleen plays a crucial role in the body's ability to fight off bacteria, living without the organ makes you more likely to develop infections, especially dangerous ones. Sweet. So that's that's what your spleen does. Spleen. Spleen. Well, on that note. Spleen talk. <laughs> spleen. Welcome to Spleen Talk. <laughs> uh, this uh, That is it for the issue of Phantom Stranger number 37 from July 1975. I don't know. What do you think about Phantom Stranger? Oh, I love Phantom Stranger. I, I'm very... Uh... He doesn't really do anything. No, he never does. He's he, just, he's just he, a f- bassist for which to tell he, these stories, to tell to tell stories and to pre- present moral quandaries. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand why he has his own book because again, he doesn't really do anything. But we always appreciate Phantom Stranger. I do love his outfit. It's very chic. Yeah. So yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, maybe I have a few other more of these, so yeah, maybe yeah. I should uh, catch up on those. Uh, but that should be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Facebook, uh, Worst Collection Ever, and email the show at worstcollectionever at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get the show. Stitcher, Spotify, just about anywhere uh, you can find us. If, you, if there's a place that you would like to listen to us on and we're not there, let us know so I can yeah. uh, remedy that. I, I do just have to say, because I just realized, I just thought of it now when I was using Duolingo to like learn how to speak Spanish, which I'm doing poorly. There is one where they're talking about like the computer and Duolingo like has these, like a voice thing that like reads to you. Uh-huh. And the the I can't remember what the sentence was, but it's like you and so-and-so are friends on Facebook and so the guy's like, da 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 da, Facebook. <laughs> oh, Facebook. No, Facebook. And like the face is very big. It, it's very funny. That's funny. I appreciate it. Anyway. So, anyway, that's the end of the show. Yes. Thanks for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye.